What's up? There we go. What's going on? We got the first. We got the first one. Right. We got Mr. Revan here. That's right. How's it going? How's your day been? It's 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 been good. You you know, I did a little bit of little workings, doing a little you know, little workings earlier, and now just down to share some enlightenment. I'm down to hear about some enlightenment. Sounds fun. Yeah, dude, there's all kinds of goodies going around now, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm working in the background a little bit, so if I take a second to get back to you, it's nothing more than me trying to do more than one thing at the same time. Roger that. Just try to make this the uh, the uh, first the first episodes here. I think we got Mister. Uh, we got the deputy coming in here shortly. Holding it down. All right. Cool. Okay. It just happened. Oh, here we go. Oh, he needs it through. Uh... He needs it through a different different source. He needs the invite through a different source, you know? Because we're all working with different sources here. Right. There he is. Oh, sounds like we have a winner. Hey. Sounds like we have a winner. Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Amen, brother. Well, welcome, welcome. The deputy is in. What's going on? (laughs) What's up? Hey, congrats. Thanks, boys. So, how we all doing tonight? How's everybody been started off, you know? You know, just surviving, man. Surviving, Surviving. dude? Mm -hmm. Living the daily life, dude. Living... Living the daily life and surviving. That feels. Oh yeah. Any uh any uh particular uh survival quest accomplished today? <laughs> I lived another day. That's about it. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Just had the old nine to five. You know what I mean? Lucky, lucky guys having a <clears throat> nine to five. Shit. My days right, never end. Right. Right. So I guess this would be the first episode of the uh, the Going Ten Eight podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. <laughs> right. Welcome, boys. Thanks for having us. Thanks, man. So, uh, just you know, I just wanted to. I think you brought it up earlier, Mister Depps, um, that uh, we were talking about something, and you said you know, some people aren't buying Corona. People are not buying Corona. Thirty-eight. It, it, from what the headline is. Thirty-eight percent of Americans are not buying the Corona beer brand <laughs> anymore because they don't want to get involved with the coronavirus, which I think is misleading to begin with because Coronas are not. <laughs> Come widely on, liked. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Because Coronas are not widely liked in the U.S. For, I was. That's what I was going to say. First off, yeah. is that I don't see a lot of. People drinking Coronas on the, you know, on the daily. I get it. You go out to the bar, you, you know, they got Corona. You have right. a Corona. 
Yeah. Or you go eat some, uh, you know, you go eat some, some food that, yeah. you know, goes really well with Corona. But what, what's being said is that it's, I don't think it's necessarily linked with the, you know, the beer virus that's going around. I think it's more of a, that's honestly, I think it's just more of a link to the association of it. I don't think Americans in itself like Corona brand beer just because they consider yeah. it quote unquote piss water. Uh, <laughs> I like that's it. Beer. I think it's good with some, some lime. It's, you know? it's not bad, bro. It's definitely yeah. one of those ones you could have, you know, just it's, it's it a gets, day beer. I feel like it's the, a day beer. Well, it gets the job uh, done. It's a trip to Mexico beer. It's, yeah. it's a novelty. Yes. It's like, I'm going to the beach down in Baja. I think I'll have some Coronas. Yeah. It's like, yep. I'm or, being, you I'm, know, they have those little miniature Coronas for the ladies now that are like yeah. poolside. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, that's right. Everybody's yep. coming out with these seltzers and stuff nowadays. Yep. But, I, don't, I mean, I don't give what that is all about. But, yeah, I think but, it's crazy because, I mean, if it's cheap, like, you know, go get it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, from what the CEO is reporting is that sales are actually up 5%. I'm sorry. Yeah, sales are up actually 5% from what they were the previous year. So, you know, it's, I mean, as far as the claim of 30% are down, I think it's necessarily within the American culture that they're down. But overall, that makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't want no coronavirus. No, hand me a Modelo. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I get you know. Yeah, exactly. that's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dos Equis isn't even being talking about right now. Nope. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what happened yeah. to them? Yeah, right. But I, it's safe to drink your Corona. It has nothing to do with the coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> the old your virus. Yeah, nothing. You all just enjoy this Corona. As long as you have a lime with it, it's exactly. more good. Yeah. But, I mean, do you prefer? Would you? Would you be a guy to have some salt on your? Uh, I don't do salt. salt. No salt, dude. Salt, but all the lime in the world. I'm just a salty person, so I don't really need the. You know, I don't need the extra <laughs> salt, dude. <laughs> but uh, if we have the moment, can we talk about the name of the podcast that we've all agreed upon? I feel like, I mean, if we all truly have agreed upon it, you know. Yeah, I mean, if we're if we're in. Team Ten Eight podcast is that right? Is that what we're agreeing with? Uh, I was it was going going Ten Eight podcast, but either going Ten Eight, I'm cool with that. What do you think, uh, Mr. Rev? Mr. Rev, I am along for the ride with you all. Okay, to be honest, it's it's just uh, fun to be involved with. It. I feel and, like uh, Mr. Rev, which he's blessing us blessing us with the presence <laughs> tonight, <laughs> but. <laughs> He uh he he won't be on. I feel like we'll be doing more of uh you know the podcast, you know on the on a a normal yeah. routine. Yeah. And uh, the rev is gonna be the one popping in. Yeah. The rev is a blessing. Coming. The rev is yeah. a blessing in between. <laughs> exactly. So we're we're <laughs> yeah, yeah. love you guys too. <laughs> but on your yeah. tonight, you know, to share some 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 of the stuff that's going down. Right. On and so forth. But um. Yeah, anyway, I mean, I got a couple side notes here, but uh, I'd really like to, you know, where you guys want to start it off at, because, I mean, like I said, well, there's just so much so if much. we could start on. about, what does 10-8 mean? Because I think the Rev asked a great oh, question today. True, very true. If we're going to break it down, yeah, so the, the whole 10-8 aspect uh, is for, you know, I guess you would say more or less the first responders, you know, so yes. the, the first responder, yes. the the incline, you know, or what, what, would, what would you say, the... Uh, 
the non-first responder oriented people, I guess. Yeah. Listening in. <laughs> Civilians. Civilians. <laughs> Civilians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the code for, uh, you know, ready for, ready for call, ready, ready to go. Uh, right. You know, ready to receive calls or just being ready. Exactly. So take it as, you know, just being ready. So yeah, uh, the basis of it is just, you know, like to share with everybody and talk about stuff that's going on. So anybody, you know, anybody listening could, you know, get in the perhaps sense of, you know, staying ready. Cause one of the, the mottos I like to live my life by is stay ready, never have to get ready. Yep. You know, just being very aware, you know, so on and so forth. And I feel like the three of us are just your average Joes that have jobs that, you know, it's not necessarily preparing for, you know, world catastrophe. We just want to make sure that our families are safe and that we survive and we have we so we're talk about a lot. This is just perhaps the uh, situation going on now, you know, exactly. this is what's what's really going on. But, you know, in the general basis of what this podcast will be about is just the normal everyday, uh, you know, routines or, you know, just thinking outside the box and what ifs, what would you do to prepare, you know, what, you know, what proper items and yeah. equipment and so on and so forth. And, you know, when the rev comes in, he'll, he'll get to bless us with some more of the scientific knowledge and the healthier backgrounds and aspects of the situations that are going on uh, or what we're talking about. Definitely. Sounds good to me. Um, I'm just looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about, you know, but uh, as to like the stuff that's going on right now, you know, it's really interesting because it's it's kind of crossed over. You know, there used to be tinfoil hats and conspiracy theory people, and they were like, ah, oh, these guys, right? And now it's like so many of these conspiracy things are becoming more and more evidence and truth, and you're like, wait a minute here, what happened? Yep. So all the discrediting, all of the PSYOP, you know, co-intelligence. Um, I mean, in the news today, who would have thought that our president sat down with the head of the Al Qaeda? Yeah. You know, it's like Al Qaeda. Doesn't that mean a database? <laughs> so, what, yeah, so if you could explain what, what, it, what happened today with the Al Qaeda, what happened? Yeah, please explain that. Cause I, I am actually out of the loop on that one. Um, here's, here's some interesting things. So we have uh, established a war on terror, as you guys know. A war on terror is more of an emotional response to anybody mm-hmm. who is a threat to causing terror. So in the case of the term Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda translates in Arabic to, um, to mean database. And what's really interesting is in that database, there are a bunch of operatives. This, this is known information. It's been shared publicly, so I'm not like saying anything. You can't go and Google and find yourself. The database of our own operatives in other countries, specifically Afghanistan, Syria, and those kind of, you know, Iran and those kind of Mideast regions, those are the database of our operatives. So when we sit down with the head of Al-Qaeda, it's the equivalent of saying, well, we're sitting down with our Middle Eastern group, and we're deciding we're not going to be at war with ourselves anymore over there because we've got a bigger enemy now. It's coronavirus. Yep. So that makes sense. In, instead <clears throat> of it being a war on terror and fear over there in Mideast, now it's a war on terror and fear to a medical epidemic. So the enemy has become a microbiological enemy rather than an actual tangible country that we can bomb and, you know, pillage and 
utilities and, and such from their, their natural resources. This is more of a um, commonplace like, hey, guys, we're not going to do that no more. We're going to focus on the, the bigger enemy, which is a medical issue. Mm-hmm. And terminology, if you think about it, like Al-Qaeda meaning database, right now we're, we're dealing with something called the coronavirus, which is just a characteristic of describing a virus. It's what it looks like under a microscope. It has these crown-like uh, nodules that poke out from it all over. So it's actually a category of a bunch of viruses. Now, so uh, if, they, if I may interject for a moment, corona itself in Spanish means crown. Yes. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So the the coronavirus looks like it has a crown on it in the sense that it has nodules that poke up like if you were looking at it on a microscope i mean the whole the whole circle has them poking but as to the the definition of what it is is it's a micro um looked in scope where they're saying oh okay that's definitely a coronavirus because it has this characteristic mm. so how many of these people are saying that the coronavirus is the sneezing, coughing, you know, runny nose, flu, whatever it is. It could be all of these categories because it's a terminology of only somebody with a carefully trained eye in a microscope could look in and see actually what the virus is. Mm-hmm. So technically, the coronavirus is the new war on terror. Now, do you find it interesting or, or poetic, if you will? That this comes at a time during a very important vote within the U.S. Very important, very important situation going on. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So the 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 thing about any time that there has been a an attack or a breach upon our country historically, when we're in World War II, we had a president at the time that was you know dealing with polio and right. he, he he required stilts to stand up. And I'm I'm speaking about uh, Roosevelt and stuff back in that era, FDR. Yep. And knowing all this, they still kept him in because we were in a time of war. Right. Because if you're under attack, you don't want your leader to seem weak. Right. And in the case of the coronavirus. All he has to do is take some National Health Institute, uh, you know, meetings, and all he has to do is do this on the on the television. He's kicking coronavirus's ass. Yeah. So you want to get rid of that guy? You want to put somebody in who doesn't know all the stuff that he knows already? Right. It's a it's a perfectly timed thing. The other part of it that I found um, really interesting was there was a lot of um, pushing from the World Health Organization saying that we should sanitize our paper money. And that paper money may be a cause for the spread of coronavirus. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that dirty (laughs) money would be a a spread, uh, something to spread? So we could assume our local strip joints are the most probably infected. I mean, (laughs) not just with coronavirus, (laughs) but I feel like we just we just we just put up a wall, and anybody goes in just doesn't come out. (laughs) Yeah, that that sounds like. You know, I kept thinking that that wall he was building was to keep people out, and more and more I'm seeing the progression. It's to keep yeah, people in, exactly. So, but um, yeah, you go to the strip club, and I'm sure that they're they're catching a lot of g-string uh, coronavirus. Nasty. Oof, oof. That sounds like a mutation already. Exactly. There's so there's already some mutants working there, you know. 
It's it's been glitterified. Ooh, oh yes. man, by cinnamon, <laughs> cinnamon, by cinnamon. And, and spice, and yeah, delicious. All the bitches. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Lord bless them and help them. All the so, one, one thing I keep all those hearing for Jesus. I yeah. I saw the last headline I read was that I believe it was in Washington. Is that a um uh, what do you call it? Uh, convalescent hospital or a home was the the big epicenter in Washington where in um, people who were living within that community were getting infected and it was a like I said a convalescent hospital where old an old what? folks home yeah mm-hmm. yeah so how do you think that happened because you know I'm I'm an ignorant peasant when it comes to it as far as the 5g knowledge and you know Oh, so what what is the explanation of that? What do you think it is? Um, Well, it's twofold is like coronavirus first. And and what we're defining has to be like it's a microbiological organism, which we would call virus. What we use as viruses in our terminology are dead organisms that replicate their their dead um, only because like what they're actually doing is they're attacking they can only live when they're when they're pair bonded to our system. Mm-hmm. So in the case of something like a 5G, um, and I'm not talking about like 5G when um, you know AT and T unveiled it. AT and T had decided, hey, we're going to go ahead and tell everybody we have 5G, but we're not going to actually activate this stuff for a good six months to a year. Yeah, and then everybody's going to have to pay a higher premium. And then you know T-Mobile's going out of business, so they're partnering with Sprint, and they're like, hey. We got to go after AT and T for this bogus, you know, campaign they just did, and they put me out of business. Yeah, because we that didn't knows. have 5G yet, not even installed anywhere. Right. Yeah. So Sprint and T-Mobile sue AT and T, and then they established the fact in public record that there was no 5G activated network anywhere until the end of December. There's, th- this is important because timeline is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, when they install towers. Today, those towers are based around the 5G model in that they're they're building a grid structure. Mm. And the way that the grid works is it works within the facility as well. So as an example, your cell phone or your modem can also triangulate for other devices. Mm. So in the case of having a, a convalescent home, don't know the actual location if it's in close proximity of a tower, mm. but I can almost guarantee you that all those medical devices and tablets and everything else and those TVs and smart TVs and all that, they have installed a 5G network, which was activated at the end of 2019. Mm. So how long would that take? And I'm not talking about 5G in the sense of like, you know, what we already had or whatever. This is specifically on a megahertz of like 60 gigahertz that particular frequency causes a lot of issues with the human body, specifically with the oxygen uptake and the processing for hemoglobin and the way that your body gets oxygenation. Mm. But when it comes out in a senior living facility, you're actually dealing with somebody who's not able to get out and go run around. Right. They're stuck in that place and they're constantly bombarded with a triangulation device through their, through their modem network where they're using internet and television and all like that, that has um, smartphone capabilities, which would have a 5G constant grid network. So if you think about it, like all those devices just created a grid within within that structure. I don't know about you, but if you've ever visited one of those places, they all got TVs. Right. 
and most of them have cell phones. Right. And most of them are always on either TV or their cell phone. They're, you know, kind of stuck there watching TV. Well, I mean, just in general speaking, that's kind of, you know, what, fucking 85% of the public nowadays anyway, regardless. Right. Yeah. Well, the public, you know, most of us get out (laughs) and we go to a job. We get yeah, out but, you know, say, for instance, a particular area or say for someone that works in like, you know, a restaurant or um, per se, uh, I don't know, somewhere, you know, like a Dave and Buster's or something where there's a high, high volume of TVs, high volume of electronic right. equipment, so on and so forth. So it's not like really you're leaving your house or anything, but you're still going into an area that's going to be bombarded regardless. Yeah. So the, the strength of the grid, um, as far as the close proximity of the towers and stuff matters, but the way that this particular new setup works is it's a stronger frequency, but mean, but it means that it has to be more towers spaced in between sporadically. So the way that they have circumvented that, that necessity for having multiple towers is they use the other ping devices as like ways to bounce off the continued signal for other people. Because you only need maybe like, let's say, five gigahertz out of the entire spectrum to run your your whole setup for your whole house but it's pushing 100 100 gigahertz so that means everybody else in close proximity can hop on the same network and still get functional off of the signal that's being you know triangulated and bounced through everybody but we're not aware when we're doing this that it's causing you know the the capillaries in our in our face to to swell and itch and all of a sudden we're getting allergy like symptoms where our eyes are burning and, and our, our um, sneezing and those kind of things where you got to cough because basically you can't get enough air and you're trying to, you know, understand why the water molecules in your throat are all of a sudden dried out and itchy. And all of this happens within a matter of a couple seconds of switching on the router. Mm-hmm. But these are individuals specifically in a convalescent home that could not leave and would be constantly bombarded with this. So unlike other individuals who are just watching this for like three, four hours at night before they go to bed, yeah. these are people that are constantly being hit with the yeah. same signal all day long. And so who, it would make sense and they're that all, they would be sicker. And they're already mm-hmm. susceptible to illness yep. based on their current, you know, their current status. Yep. yep. Exactly. And the, the thing about the oxygen uptake is, it weakens your immune system because what it actually is doing is stopping your body from being able to breathe on a cellular level, not on a physical level. You're still getting breath in, but by the time that the oxygen is trying to bond to the water in your system, which is, you know, the hemoglobin and all like that, the iron in your blood, you are spinning the electrons around the oxygen so fast that instead of it being an oxygen two like O2 model, it's mm. oxygen and oxygen. So okay. we have a binucleide system, which means when we pee, we have to bond it to water for it to leave our system because our blood is basically processed through our kidneys to become urine. Yeah. So in the case of what your body is doing, is it's constantly cycling oxygen, which becomes O2 to bond to your, your hemoglobin for the, the blood-carrying you know, water is the best way I could describe it. And what's going to happen is because those can't bond, they're almost like free radicals. Mm. So that means that your, your liver is catching all of the, the acidic toxins. Uh, your kidneys are being bombarded with a, a higher state of you know, acidosis mm. because you don't have the oxygen to allow your blood to, to stabilize itself and alkalize itself in the sense of like breathing. Mm. 
So even though you're getting all this air in, by the time the uh, the the 60 gigahertz frequency is hitting your system, is you're not actually getting on a cellular level the oxygen to your body. Mm. It's somewhere through there. It's separating and being pulled apart because that's what it actually does. Is it oscillates the electrons within water mm. or within oxygen is the best way I could describe it because we're made of water. If you think about it like that, it has oxygen in it. Now, when we take oxygen through our system, it's O2. That right there is the basis of why somebody would have a weakened immune system. And then these people are even more susceptible because if anything that's already going on, they're, they're going to catch that and not be able to repair themselves because they're constantly in that system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How handy was it for Wuhan as soon as they got that hospital built in six days the telecommunications industry donated the 5G system to make sure that all of their electronics would work to the fi the fastest ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, dang, you guys are really, really good at building stuff, and you guys build a hospital to help everybody. But hold on. Let's make sure you get that 5G, though. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, so when you're going like, into a hospital bro, to get you healthier. Almost got us. You almost got us. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Well, we've got to make sure while those people are in the hospital that those tablets and those devices work at their fastest level. Yep. Oh, no. um, point is on point. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So it's just a clever way of like rewording stuff because it's really, like you know, yeah. if you look at it if you look at it now, like right, you could ask. I I and I do it on the daily basis just to like you know kind of see where you know my 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 surrounding pr peoples are you know with the wokeness mm -hmm. uh, and i just <laughs> I, I i ask you know here and there you know like just 5g like have you guys heard of 5g you know like you know five whatever and i would say you know about 65 percent i've never heard about it you know what i mean mm -hmm. like literally don't mm -hmm. you know don't even pay attention they're not worried about like, you know, just, you know, electronics in the sense of like, I want the new fastest, so on and That's so forth. That's all they care about. Yeah. But, but when it comes into that whole like, you know, new phone and they want the new phone, they don't mm -hmm. really pay, pay attention to the per se of the sense of like, oh, 5G, like, okay, cool. It's a new phone. It's got the new like fast, you know, okay, it's going to be faster. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, all right, whatever, cool. It's going to be faster. Cool. I want the new faster phone. Right. They don't think about like what it takes to make that phone faster now right. in the sense of what we're into, yeah. you know, and, and that's why it's going to be a blinding factor for a lot of people because they're just on that, you know, I want the best new technology. I really don't, I'm, I'm not even caring or even have ever thought of looking into what it takes to power these, you know, devices and this equipment. And is right. it good or is it not good for me? You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, you're right on the, uh, the fine lines of but that's really what, asking questions. That's what the government or the, the the entities, if you will, are are counting on is you not to ask questions because you you were were so brought up on a on a culture of consumer. Con, how do you say it? Consumer consumerativism. Mm -hmm. Consumerism. Yeah. Consumerism, gotcha. where it is about the biggest, baddest, and fastest, and and the, what's the next you know phone. Uh, the next computer, the next whatever. 
Yeah. So, I mean, getting, getting into it is just like why it's so easy would be so easy for them to just roll this out, you know, non, you know, how we're getting back into the, like, you know, hospital being built. Oh, you guys need this. You guys need this for this 5G. You need it for your tablets. You need it for your equipment. You need it for, you know what I mean? You need it. You need it. And like most of the people that, you know, just around and out and about are probably just like, yeah, I, I, I want faster. I want, you know, the, the new best technology. I'm over mm-hmm. here going like, ah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going back to the Nokia cinder block. Thank you very much. I know, right? <laughs> hey, you all can just text a call. That's Thank it, dude. Thank God for being behind the times for once. <laughs> I mean, really, it's like, well, and then here's the other part of it is like the, and, and you guys need to know this is the phone, even though it doesn't receive 5G frequency, it's still 5G receives the phone. Yeah, and so it's allowed to use the phone to send out the two point four gigahertz, the Wi Fi, and all of that other stuff. It so still wait, reads all of that. Can we just can we touch base on what you just said there? So this is opening up a whole nother door, and we're actually talking about a lot of different things in this first freaking episode. Right, but <laughs> that that particular door of what you just said right there is. You know, we've we've hold these uh hold the tinfoil hats. You know, oh conspiracy chemtrails. Oh my right, gosh! Right. So going into this of what he just said right. is that technically, because of if following along, you know, chemtrails are a thing, and chemtrails drop metallics and all kinds of shit on us all day long, and literally coat the entire fucking planet with shit, right? Mm-hmm. Metallics and so on and so forth. So yeah. they open the door up to where this this device can can produce an energy to be able to pick up the metallics that you your body your house and all of that already been coated with and be able to project a pretty much 3d blueprint of where you are in your house and so on and so forth just mm. by using this technology can i can i put something out there real quick is De- yeah. me as mr deputy I will say this. I respect you guys. I value your opinion. I, I, I'm a skeptic on the 5G theory. I love that. And I'm a skeptic. That's what makes, that's what makes these conversations. Exactly. I'm a skeptic on the 5G theory. I'm a skeptic on the chemtrail theory. Yep. Of course. But, but, but but here's the thing. Chemtrails like for a while, it's just, it's chemtrails. Yeah. For, you know, for what purpose besides just, chemtrails you know right. like everybody's like oh my god they're full of blah 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 blah. but now it's kind of like that's why yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah um it's not necessarily you know i don't respect skeptics i, I love that what mm-hmm. what um what i'm coming from is like okay i've done my research all I would ask is that whoever is listening or whoever is, you know, evaluating so my point of view to do their take own. Any, research, take, don't you know? take anything we're saying. No, exactly. As yeah. a, uh, a, you know, like as a false a pretense. We're, we, we are not, we are, please, everybody, if anyone listens, just go do your own research. <laughs> go look up your own yep. stuff. Follow along, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah. This is just us having you a conversation with what we've, what we've looked up and what we've researched and what we've come to knowledge. And this is, you know, the conversation at hand. Right. Um, and, and circumventing this whole thing back to where we were, um, you are talking about chemtrailing. Chemtrailing was a, um, 
you know, it's been revealed that our government did this program through the Department of Agriculture that they did. Um, there's actual in 2012, uh, Obama had a bunch of stuff that was under CIA protections and all like that shared with the I mean, there was over 60,000 uh, files that were shared publicly on top secret things. A lot of it has like lines and stuff written through names and dates and all that, like just to. But for instance, Project Artichoke, you know, when we're getting into MK Naomi, those are verified programs that our government did where they were knowingly spraying Vietnam and these other countries with Agent Orange and these other things to cause the, the rubber trees and the, the socioeconomics of this region that was in contrast to China and other places to not be able to grow food that wasn't poisoned. And the same entities that took part in those uh, trials of these weaponized agricultural devices for making food and water and the soil in a system to where that your body, you know, would basically get autoimmune dysfunction from it to where your body could not synthesize it properly was the precursors to what we now have from Monsanto, which, by the way, Monsanto is on record that they created Agent Orange, which was that yep. spraying device that did all that. It's the same one that creates the LEDs yep. that are in our TVs and our phones. Mm. It's the same ones that developed. And this is just like cause and effect where consumerism meets the military contracting side of things. I have a lot of respect for innovation, but when it comes to innovating weapons, there's nobody better right now than our government. And specifically oh. bioterrorism, bio, uh, you know, taking Weaponry a biological thing. <clears throat> we stopped all that with the Geneva Convention after World War II. The but thing that happened, know? right? Is, this is the thing that you have to know: is we stopped weaponizing systems. What we did not stop was college research, which is what I was getting at. Is we've been doing bio research since 1969 to 1972, when they were going after um, the Nixon guy for all of what he was doing. Nixon basically scapegoated the fact that he knew that the AIDS was created in, in a bunch of colleges and that we had engineered a weapon and we had administered it, but he wasn't going to talk, you know, talk on any of that. He was just saying that we were not making weapons for war. We were making research to make sure that our bodies hey, and everything here in America wouldn't be affected. You know, by it. you know, what's super funny too, is I go and I go and look up real quick, you know, I just look up bio research. And one of the first things that pops up is, Bio, bio search home, bio search associates about us. We are a team of passionate people whose goal is to improve everyone's life through, quote, disruptive products. Hmm. <laughs> like, that sounds so, like, you know, ooh, yeah, dude. <laughs> so... My, my point to this being is uh, you guys are on the same wavelength of discovery and helping other people find out what you're finding out. But the main part of it is um, the government, you know, everybody wants to talk about government. Government is a Latin phrase for meaning mind control. That's what it means in its literal form. And here's the hardest part to deal with. Okay. If you don't like the government, change it. Mm -hmm. Because True. when you go get an EIN <clears throat> number, when you go register your federal trademarks and you are protected by the FBI for having copyrights and you are the problem or the solution that you're bitching about. So yep. you have to like 
take responsibility for for acting on things. It's not just, oh, yeah, I want to talk about a problem. The thing that I learned over the course of working with colleges and other professors is you don't address a problem without the solution. You don't bring up, hey, we got a big problem here because everybody's like, oh, great, we got another problem. We know we had a problem. How about you bring a solution to us with the problem next time? Right. And then we'll listen to you, and then we'll hear you out, and then we'll implement the solution. So in this particular case, we're dealing with the fact that we have now, for the better part of 100 years, destroyed our soil with, rather than crop rotation, like proper multiple plants growing and replenishing the soil and pulling out the heavy metals and toxins, we've now grown a system to where Legally, you could be organic, but you're growing in soil that four seasons ago was growing tobacco that had huge amounts of pesticides on it. Or cotton mm-hmm. was in rotation four seasons ago. Right. And it, it's still in the soil, but it's not left it. And the same soil that we're growing cotton with all of those pesticides and tobacco, we grow soy. We grow um, peanuts, legumes, in order to replenish the nitrogen in the soil. So this... This model of the mineral depletion and focusing on uh, certain minerals over other ones causes our body to not process carbohydrates properly. We don't take in full carbohydrates. We take in simple carbohydrates, which is what causes the problem with our food supply. It's basically we're malnutritioned from the soil to our, to our table. And when we address these problems – we didn't get the solutions that we really are looking for when it comes to like the coronavirus. If you were eating oxygenated plants as your number one source in your diet, right, you wouldn't have any virus loads that would happen against you. It, it's like you would have to be in a situation to where you're in a lower vibrational frequency, your oxygens aren't circulating, and your system is susceptible to illness in order and, to even get sick. But go ahead. Just- just to shout out there real quick for the, you know, again, we want to just kind of fill everybody in for the oxygenated plant-based, you know, proteins that you could be taking in. I don't know. Could you give some examples for that particularly? Sure. So the way that our bodies process uh, plants is quite different from like the food model that we have today was inherited from the 1930s and 40s. And the food model that we have today is describing uh, animal proteins that were ingesting large amounts of things like hemp seed and rapeseed and these other types of really omega three and six rich the omegas uh, that's right uh, enzymes and the problem that we have is we have a terminology issue so when we hear the term protein we automatically think in our heads because of what we've been taught meat right mm. right but but the actual protein is not a living protein it's a decaying protein in meat. When we take in plant enzyme protein, it's a living molecule that continues to to have a high vibrational frequency. So I'm not saying don't eat meat. I love my bacon. Don't get me (laughs) wrong. I love my meat on my pizza and all like that. I'm not saying that my diet's perfect by any means. But what I am saying to you is vibrational frequency of living enzyme from plants, like as an example, for the amount of broccoli compared to steak you'll have living plant enzyme it's healthier to eat the broccoli protein than it is to eat the steak even though steak tastes way better and you know and in, in our you know our culture or opinion you know you're not a man if you don't like a steak kind of a thing and i, I respect that you know anybody who's vegan and who's out there trying to blend the soy 
shake. I Whatever don't. you got to do to make yourself. I, I respect it. You know, it's like you got to do what you got to do. But I don't want to eat garbanzo beans the rest of my life only. So nice. what I'm saying is like a balanced diet of instead of it being so heavy on proteins, which is what we end up doing, you can do plant proteins. What's happened now is we've had a revolution in this diet. And in I think the deputy can even speak to what is ketosis now? And how does your body actually synthesize plant proteins? How does it work when it comes to animal proteins? Right. Being heavy in a protein diet is what our, our bodies are designed to be in. But we're in a carbohydrate diet, which does it kind of chokes your system yep. from actually getting the, the energy it needs. Well, if you look at your mainstream, everything mainstream, look at, think about what is you see the most commercials for and in all three categories of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the huge majority of it is carbohydrates. So your breads, um, your yeah. cereals, you know, if you're in the morning, you the Captain Crunch, your uh, everything is cereal based and everything's carbohydrate based. You know, yeah. who, who lived and died on the carbohydrates. Once you switch over to your meats and your fats, um, your body just responds to it. Normal, like you feel great. You feel 100% great. You don't feel lethargic. You don't feel, you feel energized once you're on the fats and the, and the proteins to go to the gym. You feel clear, clear minded. You don't need to sleep as much. But the moment that you get off the hold on, let me let me get on these carbs real quick. Bear with me just <laughs> one second. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Uh, once you get back mm. on the carbohydrates, you, right. you definitely let me get on it. these carbs real quick, dude. I'm you with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, definitely yeah. feel it where it's you feel tired, you feel sluggish, you feel bloated. Mm-hmm. But you're right, man. Well, there, well, there's yeah. another piece to this puzzle that everybody forgets about, which is awesome that you're talking about ketosis, because in a state of fasting, your body naturally goes to a state of ketosis, which means you're eating all your toxins within the first three days. Yeah. Your body is synthesizing the stomach acids with, with, I mean, I'm not saying when you fast, you shouldn't drink water. By any means, you should be pounding water. You should take half your body weight. In water. And on a daily, that though, isn't to, it? To ounces, yeah. Turn, turn your body weight half of it into ounces and that's how many fluid ounces you should be drinking every day and that's just a normal routine and i mean yeah you pee a lot but also it's one of those things that like when you're constantly in a in a flow of of getting water through your system what happens to your body is your stomach acids well there's a hydrochloric acid you know in your stomach and whenever we eat meat our body has to produce a yeast which we call mucus to protect our stomach lining from eating itself Whenever we eat cheese, we have to produce a different type of yeast to stop the stomach acids from eating the lining of our stomach, which we all have heard about ulcers, right? Ulcers is where the yep. stomach acid is eaten, and itself, that's yeah. usually directly related to the fact that they had a high acidity from eating you know, all meats without any dairy or dairy only, and it's like their bodies have become this um, difficult organism, but... In the purest form of your fasting, you've made it past three days. Your body is purging toxins out. Your water levels are the right way. It's flowing and it's getting rid of the stuff that your body is holding on to so that, you know, you, you don't want your body to die. So what your system does is it stores stuff mm. and it stores it in, in, in types of nitric acid and it's in different pockets within your muscles and your system. So when your, your water is right, your body can synthesize and send it out. But your stomach acids 
turn to a hydrochloric state to where you basically are producing your own version of oxygenation therapy to where you're getting hyper oxygenated system to where you have your own naturally produced uh, oxygenation from not having anything in your stomach. The water was synthesized with the stomach acids to give your body the oxygenation it needs. So what we found is about three to four days into fasting, there's this all of a sudden boost of energy. Like you're, oh my gosh, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is the first couple days, your body is adjusting to this. By the third and the fourth day, it has purged the toxins as a whole, started the process of purging toxins. By the time you're, you're synthesizing your water uptake with the, the stomach acids properly, you have a higher oxygen level in your body. So you're literally attacking all of the negative stuff that's in your body with the free radicals now bonded properly. If this is correct, then the whole basis of simple carbohydrates making people eat, I mean, if you look at a candy bar, candy bar is going to have something called, uh, um, and it's a plant, um, it's based from potatoes, and it's called maltodextrin. Mm -hmm. And what maltodextrin actually is, is a potato starch or potato carbohydrate that doesn't have to go all the way through your system. It can just absorb in your stomach lining and go straight into being a compound sugar in your system. Mm. So what happens is you get your system highly addictive to eating these compound um, simple sugars through maltodextrin. And that's why if you look at Starbucks, if you look at Snickers, if you look at – they all put this hyper-addictive maltodextrin in their product. Yeah. To make it to where that you have to go have another one. Yeah. Your body is craving it. And that's the basis of it. So if you're eating the right stuff, you kind of have this in- internal awareness of like, hey, I'm not going to eat that because it's going to throw my system off. In the case of somebody who's on a heavy carbohydrate diet, they're never able to get to a state of fasting. Right. They're not able to go three or four or five days without any food and just drinking water. Mm-hmm. They can't go more than a day, some of them more than a couple hours yeah. without eating again. And because they're in that state, they can never purge their toxins from their body and actually heal. Yeah. And that, that's the other part of this is like if you think about coronavirus, if people were fasting, they wouldn't get sick. Yeah. It's very simple. Like we have everything we need built into our design. The body has its ability to repair, has its ability to fix. But let's say somebody got sick. What's the first thing we do? You need to eat this. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah. going to antibiotics, and then you need to eat this. Put something in your stomach, right? right? Let's get this. You need your energy. Well, your body's natural state when you don't have antibiotics and you're fucking out there in the middle of no excuse the language and you're out the middle of nowhere. <laughs> You, you have to like look at it from the point of view of like you have everything you need in your own body to repair yeah. itself. So, I mean, I like to think of exactly what you're saying right now. You know, I mean, in, in most cases of getting sick and so on and so forth, it's just, you know, I don't take anything, bro. I don't take I don't take aspirin when my head hurts. I usually know I need to like oh, rub my neck and huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but drink, drink some water, dude. You know what I mean? Rub my neck yeah. out, dude. And then if I get like a cold or something, I just you know I feel like I just want to go you know put a bunch well, of you know sweats on, go yeah. lay in the go lay in the bed and just sweat. You know, just let my body do let it. it. Let my body work well, it out, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not one to just be like, oh, I'm getting sick. I'm gonna just pop a bunch of shit and like a bunch of medicine and. 
you know, because at the end of the day, like, I mean, yeah, I guess it could get through it faster or whatever, but then I don't yeah, want my body my relying clothes. on those med- those 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 medicines, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, man. You take NyQuil to go knock yourself out sometimes or whatever, but like the uh, you smoke the, a good the, you know smoke yeah. a good cannabis joint and there you <laughs> go. There you go. Now, now you're talking prophetically. I just, the, um, I just saw. I'm a not meme. gonna say that. Go ahead. That says normal people when they're sick and has a gentleman laying down in bed, and it's people with coronavirus is the next picture and it says i'm going on an adventure <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna spread this everywhere i'm going um, on well like as an example like you take a kid right the kid before we told the the child what to do or whatever their instinct is no i'm not hungry Right. No, I don't want nothing. No, you need to eat. Why are, why are they naturally doing that? It's not because they're, oh, I'm not hungry. It's because their body is telling them, because they're listening to their system say, no, I better not eat anything because I need to make myself feel better first. We we lose yeah. that as adults, but that was our natural instinct is all I was getting at. Right. That's true. That's crazy. You put it in that perspective, you know? Right. Because they always, they always never hungry. Yep. Well, the They're reason never for that is, yeah, <laughs> never hungry, dude. Like, yeah. So I was just like context of it is we're as adults, we're like, man, I want that Snickers, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But the uh, the kid is like, no, no, I, I don't care what you made me for breakfast today. Right. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> and I'm not eating that. I don't want it. I don't want it. So we make, we make them accustomed to it. We over time we have gotten accustomed to it because we're taught we're told to feed the uh, feed the fever and starve the cold, right? Right. But what if what if what you're actually doing is basically the reason why we're supposed to eat the soups and stuff is because it's the water, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's if you if you think about it, like oh what's what do we what do we you know, do as a staple in American culture? Chicken soup. You know, chicken noodle soup, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> chicken noodle soup, man. Yeah. But what, what is that? Yeah. It, it's, bo- it's bone broth. Yeah. Which is, is it's an, it's basically with salt. With a shitload of water. Yep. With a shitload of water. Yep. <laughs> you can throw whatever you want into it. It's still a shitload of water. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we do it, but we don't, we're not told because it's really hard to market. Bone broth. Um, yeah, bone broth for, <laughs> for for your sick. I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe we can start a brand and just call it shitload of water, dude, and it'd be yeah, some fiery ass soup. We'll, call it, <laughs> we'll call it boner water. Boner water. <laughs> hey. There we go. Myself. That <laughs> actually probably would do it. If, <laughs> if, uh, if, if Gamer Girl can sell... Yeah, bath bottles water. of her bath water. Then I think we could sell some boner water. We'll sell some boner water. Oh God, is that real? I don't yes. even want to get into it. Yes, Jesus, she's gross. <laughs> oh man, jeez. Okay, dude. So I got, I got, I got one to kind of uh, throw out here. Um, I was just reading some information though that the uh, quarantine activated over there in the old Wuhan, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has actually decreased the pollution in the country in the last month and a half. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought, dude? Right. 
Yeah. You, did you also see, um, and this is just the sulfuric. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Please explain. Concentrations. Yeah. So sulfur, any organic material that burns specifically bodies or if you burn an animal or whatever it is, the, the, the sulfuric content in the atmosphere changes. Right. And in that particular region in China, they were showing like one of those Doppler things where they're, they're taking into account like the sulfur content over the atmosphere. And there's a big yellow spot over the top of Wuhan because of all of the bodies that they're having to burn. Right. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. yeah I have to throw in those coulda, shoulda, woulda. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, <laughs> the, the, the part that I found interesting about that was, you guys remember what they were protesting in Wuhan back in like 2019? Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. Were they protest? Wait, sorry. Say again. Were they protesting? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who would have known? I could, we all completely forgot about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of, so uh, they were protesting the incinerators. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, well were- they wanted to, they wanted to build another incinerator. Yeah, they, well, they were doing air quality. They they were burning the trash over there, yeah. and the air quality was so bad that they started like doing the you know marching in the streets thing. Well, but and, the thing was is they also they were also trying to implement building another generator there, or sorry, incinerator there. Power in the incinerator. Yeah. And part of the reason why I was bringing this up is what was really interesting is that part of the world. All of your telecommunications is is owned by the the government. It's not like oh. here where we have AT and T and they have to get a it's warrant filtered. And so, think about this: you've got you know sixty thousand people that are going to march the street in Wuhan, and they're saying millions across the the country were in protest at this time. All of them got cell phones in their pocket just in case they're going to get shot with you know right. tasers or you know crowd suppressor stuff, and and yet. Nobody thinks that the that device is also giving your IP address to the government to say that you're a protester. True. And then shortly after, they're welding you into your building saying, ha-ha, you got that phone, don't you? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't think about that before. Depps, you, yeah, that, that just for, for, for aspect, though, like, Depps, you, you saw the video, though, too. There's, there's actually videos going on if you want to go check it out. Right. Like, they're actually welding people now into their homes. When you told me that, I didn't believe you. I was like, come on, they're not well, what are you talking about? They're welding people. No, they are putting bars in front of the doorways of major apartment complexes of people. Yep. Saying and actually sealing exactly. apartment doors. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah, what yeah. were they saying though? What were you saying? Yeah, they what were, were they telling they're them? They're saying that this is for your own safety. <laughs> Stay within these doors. You're not going to be let out because we are fearing the spread of the the beer virus. There was, and there was one gentleman that was actually being very <laughs> yeah, rational, very, very like yeah. calm, collective, and he was talking to the official, and he was just like, "Okay, all right, like, um, so, so what are we supposed to do? Um, you know, say if someone gets hurt, or say if there's a fire." Um, you know, and then the guy was just kind of, you know, the official is just, you know, just, you know, you should have your own, and this is what he's telling me, you should have your own sources of providing medical aid to yourselves already. Yep. And if anything else further, like, you know, bigger problems were to happen, 
you can call us and we'll come, you know, we'll come assist you. Right. And then his next question was, which officially pissed the official off. <laughs> was, <laughs> officially. <laughs> was, was how long is it going to take you to get there? Right. Is it going to be two minutes? Is it going to be two hours? And then he got, he got aggravated at that question yep. and he was just, all right, get in, you know, it's, it's done. We're sealing you in. Yep. No more questions. Nope. Because they're not coming. No, you know what I mean? They're, they're not going to call me all you want. Dude. I'm no not way. coming. Or, you know, that that's their mentality, you know. Yeah. And, that, and that's not a far cry from what we can expect as Americans. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, it, it, in aspect, you know, I don't think they would roll it out to that particular, right. so, you know. Here, but the they're going to be more chivalrous. Yeah shivel with it you know what i'm saying right, we're gonna be yeah. like here let me escort into your house that you can no longer leave yep forever yeah, and, and here's the part <laughs> everybody, everybody's got to remember this is basically we're dealing with a weaponized internet and the whole time how is everybody finding out about what's going on how are we able to the share internet. it through the internet right so yeah here's here's the interesting part of it is like instead of going hey Maybe we should figure out a better way of doing this information sharing thing. They're going, no, we want everybody to stay alert and stay heads up and share. And da, 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 da. But what they're actually saying is go home, sit next to your 5G modem, and, make sure and, that you're and, triangulating off of yourself with that device and your smart TV and your, you know, everything else. Mm-hmm. And go, go quarantine yourself, which puts you under constant bombarding of this frequency stuff, which causes you to have a weakened immune system, which causes you to have what we would call the coronavirus. When in, well, in but here's the thing: you could even you put the beer virus if you're sick. You could put the beer virus per se. You, you you label it beer virus. It's fine. Okay, but in this perspective, you could put anything there. Yeah, and well, it te- and it have the same effect. And this is this is being you know a realist and you know kind of the the advocate on the truth of this is coronavirus is technically the common cold twenty percent of the common exactly. cold is under right. the coronavirus. So if we didn't call it coronavirus and we called it or the beer virus or whatever we called it See, the common cold is wiping out yeah so many people it would not have the same effect as a scientist in a lab coat telling you. Well, this is the same thing we've been dealing with for over forty, you know, years. It's the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. This, there's nothing new here. But uh, okay, right. so the new coronavirus that we have, the new coronavirus that we have, is like what new coronavirus? The, the, the new new. Yeah, it's I mean, the yeah. new new. And I don't mean <laughs> that to say that you know some some Harvard professor didn't sell out to China with the research out of Canada to to give the Chinese government diploid cells for them to develop their own version of the coronavirus with Chinese aborted fetuses instead of American aborted fetuses, which is what we use here for research. So they could have engineered their own variation of that in China off of their own genotype and their own, you know, base material of a living organism. And and, and we're talking about this lab that just so happens to be, uh, what, two miles away from this open air food market? Wuhan, Wuhan, um, a bio a bio warfare institute and all like that. It's like, uh, it's, it, a, it's one of the what are the one of the only like what eight level four labs in the world. Yeah, it just so happens to be right across the you know the literally <laughs> right the down, river right from, down from the street, market. Dude. 
That's like, mm, yeah. what are you going to do for lunch today, fella? Super convenient. <laughs> we're, we're working at the lab. What are you going to do for lunch? I thought I'd go have some monkey brains over there at the market. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds like a plan. Here, yeah. take this sample with you and drop it all over as many, many bat feces. <laughs> like, what? People don't eat that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Somebody will. <laughs> Somebody but that, will. But that's the result. <laughs> That's the result of. A, I made fun of it, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, go ahead. That well, that's the point. Is the result yeah. of a failed uh, economic society, though, because the, the well, it's been. See, and here's the other thing: a lot yeah. of people get hashed and 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 clashed, and you know, a lot of YouTubers and whatever. We might even for for speaking about this, but a lot of people that talk negatively on a on a society that's projected to be you know so economically or not economically but like technologically advanced and so on and so forth is so third world is such a shit dude, show dude it, what's amazing in certain aspects communi- yeah, in certain yeah, a, aspects yeah. a communist nation has no value in life exactly That's the whole thing is like life doesn't have a value they only look at it as material numbers and so in america at least we have some solvency of of worth towards human life because basically our petrodollars are based around the fact that human beings are collateral for our our deficit and our money so the reason why america would not necessarily be attacking its own people but some other foreign entity would uh is because in a in a communist nation their basis of worth is not based on anything more than the economic production and the way that they look at it is they're overpopulated and they're literally getting rid of the the margins that they need to in order to cause their country to surplus again. It's not even like what we think about, like, oh, people are dying. Oh, my gosh, it's horrible. Their government's like, we need to kill at least how many people do we have? How many billion? OK, we need to kill at least half of the population here in order to get us to where everybody who has a job is now worth twice as much and has a better living. Well, the only way we could do that before was with wars. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, they're doing a technological war with the internet being weaponized, and its cover story, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and this is just my opinion, is a bio- biological weapon, which is saying coronavirus, which is a category of, you know, let's say 40 different you know, war, warfare items that you could have used. It's a it's a category of describing what a, a certain organism looks like under a microscope. It's not a specific entity. So you could add another coronavirus into there at any time. Does that make context sense of what's really going on from that point of view? Of you know, if you are categorizing things, then they're saying. The whole category of coronavirus. Uh oh. Going eight. Still connected. <laughs>